marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Ranges. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Coming up in hour number three, Ralph Marlborough. We'll see if he's ready. A week out from Saints training camp. Can you believe that? A week from today, we'll be talking about practice number one. But today, the focus here on the show is the Southland Conference Media Days. And to go over, of course, now the McNeese State Cowboys. We go back to Lake Charles and Jeff Boggs. Sir, you got us? Yes, indeed, Gus. Uh, happy to be back mm-hmm. with you uh, after that little break. But, again, my pleasure to welcome uh, the head coach of the McNeese State Cowboys, Gary Goff. Coach, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, I'd welcome you to Lake Charles, but uh, this is your home base. Uh, uh, tell us if that has any meaningful impact on uh, this program, knowing that the focus of the whole conference is on your town. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it's great for the, the city of, of Lake Charles for us to have this event here. It's great for our university, um, and it's great for the conference, and we're getting great exposure. But um, we're very excited that the conference is growing, getting stronger and stronger, and very excited it's here in Lake Charles right in our backyard. Tell us a little bit about your resume. I know you recently came from Valdosta, but you've been at this for a couple of decades. <laughs> Already, right? I know. Uh, very fortunate in my career. I was very uh, lucky to have played for Hal Mummy and Mike Leach, and Dana Holgerson was my receivers coach down at Valdosta State. Um, and then got into coaching. I started off as a high school coach, and career kind of uh, took off from there and got into college coaching. And um, been all over the country, from New Mexico State to southeastern Louisiana to Princeton, uh, being a head coach at Tiffin University and at Valdosta State, and then led me here to back to Lake Charles. But um, uh, very fortunate for my time uh, in this profession and very thankful for all the places and experiences we, we've had. Tell us uh, what brought you to McNeese. Uh, obviously, it's been a storied FCS program uh, for decades. Uh, right. Tell us uh, what attracted you here. Well, a, a, a few things. Um, again, I was coming from Battle State, a, uh, a, a great, great program at the Division II level. And uh, when this position came open and, and spoke with our uh, athletic director, Heath Schroyer, then our president, Dr. Brickell, um, their vision of the university, uh, the direction that the university was going, and the importance of football to not just the university, but to the community, on top of the rich tradition. I've been on the opponent's sidelines here, coached against McNeese uh, back in the, the glory years, I guess you can call it. And um, this, this place, uh, they love their football. It's a great brand of football. The location is phenomenal we're, we got some great high school talent right here in our, our backyard so um you know they, they want to win championships and that's exactly what the president and athletic director told me from day one they want to get back to, to playing for and winning championships and that excited me 
Uh, and I don't think I'll ever have another opportunity in my career to play, or I'm sorry, to coach for a president who was an All-American player at that university. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. The uh, program uh, had a little bit of a down year. Um, that might be why there was a change. I'm not sure exactly uh, what happened last year, but uh, obviously uh, an opportunity to build maybe on something last year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, when you look at the program, uh, it's been through a lot. You know, there's been four head coaches in five years. There's been no uh, stability on, on top of the hurricanes, on top of COVID. Um, you know, since we've been in, though, we, we've kind of taken the approach. There, there's, we're not going to let anybody make excuses for us, and we're not going to make excuses for ourselves. Um, the time is, is now. The time is exciting for McNeese football. Um, we've got some talent. We really do. When we finished spring ball, we had about 54 able bodies, very, very thin. But we did have some talent returning. We've added over 50 players to the roster, so we've had a, a complete revamp of the roster, per se. And, and that's why we're excited as coaches to get on the field with them here in a couple of weeks and see exactly how we can piece this jigsaw puzzle together. <laughs> well, what did you learn during spring ball about uh, the team uh, that you were left with? And how have you been able to, whether it's deal with the transfer portal or other avenues of transfer, how has that shaped this year's club? Well, I think the team that's, that's here uh, remaining is resilient. You know, these young men are excited about the change. Uh, they're eager to learn. Uh, they want to be good, and they understand it takes hard work to be good. So that, that's encouraging uh, to build on top of that. But, you know, the, the portal, there's obviously some, some good and bad to the portal, right, um, in, in today's day and age. But uh, I hope that we look back in six, seven months that the portal was great to us. You know, we added about 15 players out of the portal, um, add that to our signing class of our freshmen. And I think we got a great, great roster with a lot of talent and um, – you know, we'll see. It's all about the culture change, though. Uh, there's no magical X's and O's. It's about our young men, them uh, believing in each other, holding themselves accountable, and then holding each other accountable. So that is the biggest strides we're trying to make right now is just in the, the team culture. Very good. Uh, before uh, I – well, actually, Gus, uh, I'll send it to you now if you've got a question for Coach Gary Goff. Notice if uh, you are uh, trying to chime in, I'm not hearing you. So uh, tell us about these two players who are, are with us today, who let merited there being at media days. Well, I mean, two young men right here are uh, obviously great athletes, um, but, you, you know, they, they bring a lot more to the table. Um, you know, they, they've been leaders for us. They've really bought into the change from day one. Change is hard, and um, it doesn't matter who it is, where it is, if it's a football team or uh, a program somewhere else or a business change is hard and these two right here have accepted the challenge and uh have really been working really hard i mean mason is an electric player knows how to find the end zone uh he was a lot of fun to work with in the spring and uh it, it's going to help us get more and more creative ways to get him the football and then uh you know cj is, is a great defensive player that has been a phenomenal leader for us i mean the young man is going to be very very successful when he's done playing very good Mason, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Mason Pierce, wide receiver uh, for these McNeese State Cowboys. Tell us about your experience here. My experience here at McNeese, you know, um, you know, I was I was born here in Lake Charles, so like that that kind of it gives me like a little. Where, where'd your prep? Oh, uh, where'd your prep? High school. Uh, high school. Oh, I I moved when I was uh, seven to Houston. So okay. Yeah. So like I'm I'm but originally back home. You're from here. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All my family's here, and then so I know about the tradition here at Magnese. So like it's been a it's been a real 
been a little like experience here, like just coming back home and just playing for my home team where my mom and dad played here. So like it's it's been fun. Tell us uh, a little bit about what you expect in this coming season. Uh, I I expect us to you know like play play well. You know we uh everybody just still trying to find like trying to like mesh together because we like coach said we have new transfers and everything. So. I feel I feel we're gonna have a like real successful year. You know, he implemented a new offense with the air raids, so more passing and like more deep shots down the field. So like it's, it's gonna be fun. Have you felt uh, and and again I know you you know your coach is listening to this right now, but um he mentioned uh the many coaches you had to deal right. with. You feel there's some stability here? Oh definitely, definitely. You know, he he came here, he said he said he, he wanted to win championships here and that and we and he trying to get us to all buy into that. So, like, I feel like he, he's the right guy for the job. You know, he's going to get the job done for us. Very good. If you would, uh, hand the microphone and headset over to C.J. Simeon, uh, again, defensive end for these McNeese State Cowboys. And similarly, C.J., I'll, I'll ask you the same. Your experience here uh, in Lake Charles. Yes, sir. So, you know, I was going to... I was born and raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana as well. Um, I've been here all my life. Uh, I went to Barb High School. I was recruited out of high school, and I was, you know, given a scholarship to come to McNeese. Uh, so, you know, I, I've been here, and I've, you know, played for my uh, people that have, you know, grown up with me my whole life. Uh, you know, so it's, it's very special. CJ, uh, obviously, uh, because it didn't just disrupt your college uh, life, these hurricanes have affected your home life then. Two, how have you been able to process this and, uh, again, working with the community here? Correct. So, you know, the hurricanes, they, they affected my home as well. You know, we had some roof damage, some water damage uh, to my house. I had to move out, you know, stay with my grandparents for several months while we got, you know, the repairs done. And um, But, you know, I had a support system around me. Uh, the community came and, you know, put their arms around me and it was able to help me, you know, bounce back to where I am now. And having been here previous, uh, what do you feel there's – to build on from last year's team uh, with this new uh, administration. Yes, sir. So, you know, you like Coach Goff said, you know, the culture, building the culture is, is very important to our, you know, to our team. And, you know, having that culture, that, that winning culture that they bring to the table is very important. So, you know, them coming in and seeing that, that difference, that spark behind their eyes and whether they talk to us and whether they, you know, motivate us every day is going to, um, it's very, you know, it's very inspiring. Yeah, I know all goals should be team goals, but individuals uh, make up a team. Uh, do you have any individual goals that you think add to the eventual team goals? Yes, sir. My t- individual goals, you know, more or less, you know, find a way to uplift our teammates, um, both physically, you know, mentally, in any way I can to, you know, help us get to our goals, which is winning football games, winning championships. Coach, uh, anything for CJ? No, like both these young men, great young men, um, and they speak volumes of Lake Charles. Two young men whose families are from Lake Charles, they're from Lake Charles, and uh, just, just what this uh, city has been through, and, and just is still, they're so strong. they they got a passion for not only their city, but their university and for the football program. That, that's really exciting, and uh, it makes it a lot of fun to go to work every day. Coach, uh, hang with me for just another second to uh, see if Gus Gill has any thoughts uh, for Coach Gary Goff before we let him go. Now, I was just going to say, guys, uh, the thing that really stands out to me is uh, everything that we've heard from all the coaches and players is that this is going to be kind of a challenging conference. And um, 
everyone's going to feel like they can have a, a shot to, to make some noise here this season, huh? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, the conference, um, you know, it, it's a great conference from top to bottom, really is. And then you throw in the mix of the transfer portal. I mean, everybody's roster has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody's got the same challenge. I mean, how are they going to put all the pieces together? Um, because we, we all know this, that you, you can't just have a bunch of talent and hope to win games and championships. It's still about the team chemistry. It's still about the winning culture um, and about these young men as a whole, not as individuals. So you're correct. I think uh, everybody in this conference has got a shot of having a great season. Coach, always appreciate the time. Good luck this season. We'll catch up as the year kicks off. You bet. Thank you. Once again, thanks to Coach Gary Goff, C.J. Simeon, and Mason Pierce. Appreciate them joining us. We will look forward to uh, being back with you, Gus, a uh, little after 1.30 as Northwestern State is our next uh, university to uh, bring on the air from Southland Conference Media Days here in Lake Charles uh, again, uh, sending it back to the studios of ESPN New Orleans. All right, Jeff, we will hear from you coming at bottom of the hour. The Northwestern football team gets a chance to chat a little bit about it here. You know, buddy, I know you've told me in the past that you've played Right back in the day at Nichols and everything. I think you still look like you could. You really could. D-line, linebacker, what do you think? I didn't say you were fast. You could do anything, but I mean, you got that size on you. What did you play, by the way? <laughs> it's the Sports Hangover. We'll continue next on ESPN New Orleans. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Valerio Brothers has been in the commercial shrimping and fishing supply business. They carry a large selection of stainless steel shafts up to two and a half inches, but they can also order larger if you like. They also stock two, three, and four blade propellers up to 40 inches, a large selection of shaft couplings, single V struts, and stainless steel rudders. Now listen to this, Solario Brothers is now stocking rudder blades and rudder shafts so you can make your own rudder. Now carrying stainless steel plate pieces so you can make your own V-strut. A huge selection of stainless steel stern tubes, rudder and shaft shoes, fiberglass tubes, rudder ports, packing boxes, and dripless shaft seals. Stocking tiller arms and rubber cutlass bearings along with a big line of motor mounts. Visit Solario Brothers before the season. That's Solario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego. Visit their website at alariobros.com. Boats is a common, their sails are inside. Shrimp boats is a common, there's dancing tonight. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. 
It's Gus, Cat, and Gail with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800 998 If you'd like to chime into the conversation, you're more than welcome to do that here as well. Also, we will be going over. Training camp practice number one. Week from today, can you believe that? Like, I literally had to look at him like, it is Wednesday. Yeah, it is. You would think I would know this, by the way, buddy. There, There's two big massive cues and reasons why I would have to know that today is Wednesday and all of that. And I, I would think I would. I mean, I've done things after the show the last couple of days on purpose for tomorrow. Went and got the fillets I'm going to grill tomorrow night. Got some other stuff I needed to do. Stopped by on the way here to LaRose, you know, to get some other things. It's the 10-year anniversary tomorrow. But I, but you would be surprised how many times this week I'm like, what day is it? What date is it? Like, I, I should know that this week and this day was coming long ago. I, I'm reminded of it, honestly. But I, I'm just, I, I literally, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you know what it is? It's that we went straight to coverage and, and, and coaches and, and Coach Rebo at noon. And I, I kind of go by my days, too, by the Opens and Sounders we get to play. You know what I mean by that, right? I didn't get to play my hump day open. So <laughs> I'm like, today is Wednesday, right? It's kind of where I was at. So for bleeps and giggles, because I kind of need to feel like I'm back uh-oh, there guess it is. what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day! Uh, yeah. Now, does this feel better? I know you can hear me. Right? Feels better, doesn't it? It does. But he just says, okay. Look, like I tell my wife sometimes, don't ask, just, just go with it. Sometimes things make me feel good. Well, I can't really understand it. Or I guess other people can't understand it. But it is Southland Conference Media. See, this just sound, this just feels so much better. Like we're just getting started again. I love this. Shakti in the digital, uh, digital underground. Words of wisdom. Indeed. Got a couple of top stories to present your way here to get in 10 minutes. We'll be going back over to Lake Charles. Jeff will have Northwestern head coach and a couple of players coming up here in a little bit. But I, I want to get through a couple of tidbits and things that we saw, as I mentioned, and I did this just for Jordan to see um, a couple of segments ago. Yes, the American League wins their ninth straight Major League Baseball All-Star game. And if you missed it, like I think many people did, this was the All-Star game last night. You too. 
Swing and a high fly ball drilled. Forget it. Way back out to left center field, and that is gone. Oh, my goodness. He crushed it. John Carlos Stanton deep into the pavilion in left center field. And the American League with one swing has tied it up. It's 2-2 as Stanton goes deep. A homer followed him. Back-to-back bombs made it 3-2. That was early in the game. Rest of the game, lots of strikeouts. And as I told Jordan, that was your MVP, Stanton. And your final out. The one-two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that's the ball game. The American League hangs on to win it 3-2. And they have won nine straight here in the Midsummer Classic. There it is. <laughs> Buddy, in case you missed it last night, so you get up like at four in the morning or something to do your morning show. By the way, I, I was listening to you. I came by yesterday and I listened to you just now. Like you're really fluent in like, is it, is it French? Cajun French? Okay. What's the difference between French and Cajun French? Not much. Not much. Okay. <laughs> the accent? Is that, is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, anyway. That that was your all-star game, uh, essentially. Not a lot of uh, offense in there. Lots of strikeouts, lots of arms. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say like I admit it. I, was, I, I text Scott Craig, Chef Scotty, who, by the way, is on his way to the beach. So we won't see him tomorrow. We will be at Francesca, though. Um, their closer, was it Haley or something? Halsey? I don't even know what. Hansley? Hansel? Whatever. Dude's throwing 102-103. Just at the knees, just everything. I'm like, there was a lot of really good bullpen and closing pitchers in the All-Star game yesterday. And it was kind of interesting to see, especially when they had one mic'd up. The pitcher-catcher mic'd up segment almost broke Twitter yesterday. I think a lot of people really liked seeing that, hearing that. And what was cool was John Smoltz was in the booth talking to the pitcher, and the pitcher was talking to Smoltz, and you were hearing it from the catcher, and he was kind of talking about specifically his thoughts, how he's approaching this pitch, what he was looking to do, things of that nature, and you could hear the catcher speaking to the batters, congratulating them as they stepped up to the plate for making the All-Star game. I, I loved it. Now, again, a lot of media people say it wouldn't happen in a regular season game because you could tell signs and things, actually, but I love that sort of... I guess peek behind the screens and we talked about this last week in reference to the Sunday tickets as to what maybe we could see or not see be additions in coverage or forms of payment. Remember we were talking about this, the BMW story. You will buy your BMW. It will come with features. That doesn't necessarily mean you can use them, buddy. Just, just letting you know. You can go buy that new vet, sir, that I've been kept. I keep sending you pictures. Every time I see a new vet, I send it to you. I'm like, that, that, this needs to be your next one. Looks like a Ferrari. It's gorgeous. It will come with heated seats, probably ventilated seats, little AC down there. It's awesome. It's awesome. You got them. You can use them now. The problem is in the future, you're going to have to pay a monthly subscription to use that. So how ridiculous is that? Seriously. You like to use those windshield wipers? Well, you know, it's either... On or off? And when I say on, it's like at full blare. If you want intermediate wipers, you want the slow speed, eh, it's going to cost you $4.99 a month. 
But anyway, it's it, it's silly. So we got to talking, if you remember, specifically about what could you see that you don't pay for now that will be a either convenience, as it will be presented to you, or, you know, the, the marketing way that you would do it. Additional coverage or, or, or taking you further, bringing you closer to the game. I would <clears throat> subscribe to, say, NFL Sunday Ticket Plus. If I could hear the quarterback head coach exchange. Remember that we talked about that. Like, I, I don't think they'll charge us for replay. I don't think they'll, they better not. Like, you know, I joked about it last week. If you remember what I said, that you're going to get the camera shot from the press box. You're going to get an end zone cam and maybe occasionally you'll get the, the blimp cam. That's your coverage. If you want play by play, replay, sideline reporting and audio from the field, that's going to be $2.99 a game. Like I was joking about that, but you look around. And that's everywhere. I mean, did you ever think you'd have to pay where exactly you sat on the row of the plane that you're sitting at? Did you think you'd have to pay for the bags? Did you think you have to pay for water? Like, did you think, so th- don't think that what Apple or the future streaming service gets the, you know, the rights don't exactly right. But he said nickel and diming. Well, I call it. Business sense. They're going to have to come up with that. The word on the street is Apple is going to win the Sunday ticket package for $3 billion. Now, I know Apple makes a lot of money. As you can see, most of my stuff is Apple. I mean, everything. The watch, the phone, the laptop. I love my Apple. I got it. But again, what do I do? Why do I pay for that? The convenience. Everything works together, (laughs) especially when you're out to my age and all the passwords. I don't remember anything. I love where I can just... Kind of, you know, put everything in proximity and would you like to share the password? Yes, because I don't remember it anymore. <laughs> but anyway, I just kind of wonder about that. But I, I, it really was well received yesterday. The pitcher being mic'd, the catcher being mic'd and hearing them go back and forth. And, you know, he's turning sideways so the batter can't see him and he's kind of doing it under his breath, but it's loud enough for us to listen to. And he's like, all right, so, you know, he's kind of inside. I'm looking at his foot. I think I'm going to try to get him to chase this. I mean, I loved it. Now, again, would somebody want to do that for the whole game? Can can you do all of that? But when it comes to football, I would get a kick out of it because we've seen, though, the XFL. We've seen USFL this past season where they they did most of a game. I, I thought something happened. I remember I'm texting Graf, and I'm like, Dude, I think they lost the booth. This is crazy. This is not good. Like, what, what are they doing? But it was on purpose. The booth didn't talk. They just let the head coach was just on the entire time. So the coach is Red Dragon 1506X3. And then he calls it in and it sounds like this because it's going through, you know, the headset. And then the quarterback resets it. And now you hear the QB. He goes up. All right, on two, on two, ready, hut. And you hear him, and then you hear the coach go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, he's got to get it. Come on, man, you got to make a better. Like, but it was just not sound the entire time, and I was riveted. I didn't know anything about it, because, by the way, did you know the New Orleans Breakers played this year? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm i not trying to be bitter, but we tried extensively. <laughs> and it wasn't just us. It wasn't just us. I don't think it was just us. I don't think it was like we don't like you. 
I didn't, I didn't, did you see the head coach anywhere on local TV or I didn't hear or see? Do you even know who the head coach is? That's my point. I just, maybe it'll change next season. Anyway. I do have a question. Yes, you have a question for me. Why did they use two lane stadiums? Well, all of the teams played in Birmingham. I know. Yeah. So I, my, my understanding is that the cities, the teams will play in the cities they represent next year. I guess. Maybe in their mind it was more feasible to have everything there and that way they could work because they got their TV deal. You can have your money. You can then work on actually where to practice your facility, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I was saying, um, Eric, the truth asher saying everything could be a la carte. I could see that coming. Again, when, when, when you pay $3 billion, there's only so many phones and la- I mean, you, you have to somehow make that up. And again, I think it will be presented as a convenience. It will pre- be presented as an experience. You know, go, you know, be where you've never been before. Exactly, exactly right. You know, be where you've, and, and guess, and guess what coaches like Sean Payton when he comes back to <clears throat> the Chargers, uh, is, is going to have to do. Suck it up because. The league is going to say, buddy, they paid $3 billion, so don't mind the camera. That's going to be in your face the entire time that's attached to your visor. Quick break where we come back. Um, let's go back to Lake Charles. Jeff Boggs will have Northwestern football. It is Southland Conference Media Days. Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Baseball season's underway. You better get ready for a brand new day. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gone to win today. They're sending go, Cubs, go. Go, Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gone to win Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more game time, more first times, more crunch time, more face time, and more party time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years, 
The opportunity for advancement within dentals was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at denos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S dot com. Oh, big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Back in hour number one, we heard from head coach Tim Rebo and the Colonels. Southeast Alliance. Coach Frank Selfo joined us as well. Since 10 o'clock this morning, if you've had us on, Jeff Boggs up in Lake Charles over the LaBerge. Did I say that right? The LaBerge Hotel and Casino where Southland Conference Media Days is in Lake Charles. You've heard from a handful of teams, including uh, new conference members as well. Texas A&M Commerce. So throughout the rest of the show, as they have this morning, coaches and couple of their players will be stopping by over there in Lake Charles. Due up next will be Northwestern State, the Demons, and Coach Brad Laird. So as soon as I get the, he is sitting down with the headsets. I will go to him here in a quick second. And there it is. He is ready to go. So back to Lake Charles we go to get the latest on the Demons. Jeff Boggs, take it away, sir. Thank you, sir so much and also i appreciate the steve goodman uh coming out of the break there uh, i was dancing made me a little homesick i was dancing i was <laughs> well anyway back to media days here at la berge uh, casino and resort southland conference media days here at espn new orleans my pleasure to welcome uh, to our little booth here brad laird the head coach of the northwestern state demons uh Coach, uh, in your fourth season, congratulations. Or is this your fifth coming? Going in fifth. Very good. Happy to have you here. Tell us about last year's team and uh, what you bring from it to this year. Yeah, you know, and, and I've said this uh, many times today, you know, there's a lot we can learn from the 2021 season, but uh, as quick as we can put that behind us and move forward, that's what we've done. And, and we've done it in a lot of different ways. And I say that when you look at our university, you look at uh, Dr. Marcus Jones, a, a new president at the university. You look at Kevin Boston, who's a, a new athletic director. Uh, six of our eight full-time coaches are new. Um, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. We bring in 30 new faces to the program, uh, new turf, new lights. I mean, I could go on and on. And so, you know, that's what excites us about moving forward. But we're going to – we got a good football team, and I talked about a lot of the new things, but it's going to come down to about the 50 guys that, that have been together for the last three to four years that have had to go through tough times, uh, whether it's uh, you know not being able to play, having to sit out a year, uh, whether it's been injuries, all those things that happen. But it's going to be those guys that are going to lead this football team going into the 2022 season, and, and that's what excites me because I know what they've been through. Uh, it hasn't been easy. It's been tough. We know exactly where we are and what we have to do. And, uh, and, and that's what, uh, you know, there, there's no pressure on us. We're, we, uh, we, we love our schedule. We love our football team. We can't wait to get started. Tell us a little bit about uh, the makeup of your team. Uh, who are going to be the key players this year? Yeah, I'll start offensively, Javon Antonio. You know, one of those guys that we talked about that, uh, you know, had to go through some adversity. Javon did not play with us last year. Uh, Javon had to be on scout team, and 
um, you know, had a situation that happened back, uh, I guess that would have been the spring of 2021, coming off an all-conference season. Uh, he was one of the top receivers in the conference, um, was sixth in the nation uh, in FCS in, uh, in yard per game. And then you have to sit out. Um, but what's happened over that year is more important than what happened during his all-conference season because he's grown as a person. He's really helped this football team from a leadership standpoint because they saw him day in and day out uh, coming to work knowing he couldn't play. Yeah, That's tough. You know, for for eighteen to twenty two year old, that that's tough time. And uh, but but he's uh, you know, it's going to start with him. It's going to start with Scooter Adams, who um, you know, you go back to that twenty twenty one spring season, as I call it. He was the top running back in the conference. Played uh, less than three games last year and and set out the last eight. You know, so um, and and to get to where we are hasn't been easy. You know, we've had some tough conversations, and but uh, but. But those guys are going to be the cornerstone offensively. And then it's going to come down to the quarterback. Uh, you know, bottom line, it's, it's who's going to be the trigger guy. Uh, Caleb Fletcher and Zach uh, Claymall both played the last couple of years. We've brought in a transfer from Kansas and a transfer from Jacksonville State. One of those guys has to be the guy. You know, it can't be a situation where we got two guys going back and forth. Somebody's got to win it. And it's going to be point blank. They're going to know that. Um, so where, where are you at in that selection process? Early, you know, because two of them haven't, you know, just just got on campus about three weeks ago. Uh, so fall camp is going to be very important uh, in uh, in that process. Um, and then defensively, I think defensively we got more experience back. Uh, we're looking to try to provide some depth. But Isaiah Longino, uh, that was second in the league in sacks last year at nine and a half uh, tackles for loss. You know what he brings to Joe Mard Balson, who's moving from outside linebacker to defensive end. Uh, he's led our team in tackles the last two years. A Jared Pedraza, uh, second in the team in tackles, and then a PJ Harrington, uh, a Keenan Leachman, a Shamar Bartholomew, William Hooper, Cedric Anderson. Those guys defensively. A lot of guys I can bring up defensively that have a lot of experience. Gus, uh, I'll send it to you in just a moment. But coach, a uh, big part of today is uh, welcoming two new uh, members. One kind of a returning member, but uh, the excitement about growing this conference. Yeah, eight months ago, you probably couldn't say that this conference was excited. But what excites me is the guys that stuck together. It's kind of like my football team, our football team, the guys that stuck together, the, the teams in the conference, the McNeese, the Southeastern, the Nichols, you know, those guys that uh, uh, Houston Baptist that stuck together as those t- other teams left, some saw that the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and now that has come back. And so, you know, we welcome UIW and Lamar back and, and know this conference, and, and with the addition of Texas A&M Commerce, is, uh, is as strong as it's, it's probably been in a while. Very good. Gus Kettengale uh, in New Orleans, any questions or comments for Coach Brad Laird? Coach, I was going to say what well, was interesting, too, and you mentioned about making this conference stronger. We've seen it over the past season in the baseball program and also basketball and football as well, listening to coaches this morning, don't, don't you feel like there's a connection with each school and its community that maybe it's gotten even stronger perhaps with what's happened to the state, whether it's hurricanes, tornadoes, whatever it is, things of that nature, but also just this attachment. I just, when I hear the coaches speak about their communities and the importance to it, it's almost one in the same. Would you agree with that where you're from? Yeah, I, I will because I mean you look at you know you look at our community, you look at uh, Natchitoches and 
Natchitoches doesn't exist without Northwestern. Northwestern State does not exist without Natchitoches. And I think a lot of the schools, you know, you talk about a Southeastern and Hammond, you talk about a, a Nichols and Thibodeau, a McNeese and Lake Charles, that, 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 you, that you could probably say the same about each of those universities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so the, the how strong the community is. And, and then the coaches, you know, the, the eight head coaches that we have, football coaches I can talk about, you know, we, we sat in a meeting yesterday for five hours and, did, did we always agree? No, but at the end of the day, uh, those those group of guys, great coaches, great leader of men, and uh, and 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 that equals the great football team. So uh, you know, I think you see uh, to answer your question, the the strength. You know, sometimes you get stronger by having to go through tough times. And eight months ago, um, you know, there were some people questioned uh, what what this conference was going to look like. Was mm-hmm. there going to be a Southland Conference? Hey, these other schools need to jump out. They need to go somewhere else. They need to find another home. And I think we uh, we found out that that's not always the case. Coach, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of times, especially on our side, right, we, we, we see the headlines. USC, UCLA moving out of the Pac-12. What SEC Media Days has started. What which school are they going to get? Where's Notre Dame going? And I always bring up the fact, too, that outside of those schools, and even Nick Saban brought it up yesterday, that if you're not in the Power Fives or something, what does it do to all the other, there's 100-plus other schools that aren't in that field, and what does it do to it? So it is interesting you bring that up because I got to imagine it's something you guys do talk about, and you wonder if that school is talking to go do this or that school does that, or do we stay and how do we make it stronger? Is that... Would you say over the last, not even six months, what, is that is that a big topic of conversation amongst y'all? Yeah, I mean it is, and 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 amongst the head coaches. I mean, heck, I'm good friends with Timmy at uh, at Nichols and and Frank at, uh, at at Southeastern. I mean, those guys and Vic at, at HBU that have been in the conference five, six, seven years, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to say we don't have some in depth conversations about what's going to because this is our future. I mean. Uh, you know the the players at Northwestern State. I, I, that's I'm bound to to make that place as good as it can be, and have a place for those guys, and have the opportunity to be successful. And and I think that's how we all feel. So, um, you know, we feel strongly about the Southland Conference. And and uh, but you you know to answer your question, you do see a lot of a lot of things that are out there. A, a lot of uh, you know changing conference. Who's going to be next? Uh, what's it going to be? And 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 guess what? The players read that too. You know, yeah. they 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 see that as well. And and you know, for for us to, to to see that we're seeing schools that came back, that ought to tell not only the the coaches something, but also the players because they they kind of dip their foot in the pool on the other end. And uh, and 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 now you see them coming back. So I think it's it's good social media for our guys and and, and players and coaches to see. Wrapping up with head coach Brad Laird of Northwestern State with the Demons here. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that in one of your press conferences, interviews, you always mention players having to adapt, coaching staffs adapting to the game on the field, things of that nature. Would you say as a head coach, administrators, but specifically you, is that something that you guys have to now adapt to the, the ever changing landscape and, just something else you guys have to worry about during the week, right? Not just game planning, connecting with your players, but also I wouldn't even call it the political realm, but maybe just keeping an eye on on, on other things that maybe just aren't X's and O's. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of things here over the last couple of years that that's come about when you talk about the transfer portal. Um, 
you know, you, you talk about the, the NILs and, and, and things like that, the, the name, image, and likeness. And, I mean, so many, so many, the landscape of college football has changed. And so, you know, and we've had some honest uh, discussions about that, you know, with Javon sitting here. You know, we've had some honest discussions about, you know, what's happened in the past, what will happen in the future. And I, I think that, that, that only helps, it, it, it helps. To me, the relationship that, that that hopefully I have with these guys that you know we're going to have some tough conversations and, and we understand you know what's going on in college football and we're not going to hide from it. We're going to be upfront. We're going to be honest and um, and and so to answer your question, ninety nine percent of my conversations have nothing to do with football <laughs> when it's talking to these student athletes. Right. I, I, that's, that's why, why I, I, I asked you coaches. that because I, I I figured that coach, but it's just interesting or so to hear that because a lot of times we don't. Maybe no outside of the media, people that cover teams that don't get um, the, the many hats that you and the, the rest of your staff wear. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm fortunate. You know, like I said, I hired six six of the eight new uh, coaches are new, and man, I hired a great staff. We get we got a great staff that uh, um, that's going to do what's best for these student athletes and put them in position to be successful. And Coach Brad Laird, Jeff Boggs, take it away, sir. Javon Antonio, wide receiver, joins us. Uh, we talked about the red shirt. Uh, what did you learn from your year off? Yeah, thank you. Basically, just staying locked in with everything. Basically, just focus on everything in the classroom and on the field all together all at once. Do you feel uh, you're a little fresher uh, as a result, uh, like you got an extra year of legs left? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh not really, because I've still been working while yeah. I was off. I was still on the field, still practicing, going to, going to get the best corner in the conference every day, scout team. So it's basically the same thing. Tell us uh, your your thoughts about this coming year, uh, coming off again, uh, sitting out last year, but uh, you certainly watched your teammates. Uh, how do you think your team can grow? I mean, it's gonna, we're going to grow as a team. Like, things we're doing now is, is, is unbelievable. Stuff like from past previous years when we did – Combined to like what we're doing now is way way different. So like the coach Cody Creel coming in, new offense, it's, it's great. Very good. If you wouldn't mind uh, handing the microphone uh, over as we've got just a few minutes, uh, Isaiah Longino returning after what uh, nine and a half sacks uh, in his first season as a defensive lineman, fifteen and a half sacks, uh, ranking sixth in Demons' career history. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how you doing? I'm Isaiah Longino, uh, defensive end, uh, former linebacker. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's glad to be here. Tell, tell us a little bit about uh, what you bring to the game. Um, versatility. I feel like that's what I bring, leadership. Uh, you know, I, I, I play every game my hardest. You know, I'm, I'm always there to play. And, uh, yeah. What What do you think, uh, you know, from going from last year to this year, uh, uh, what you guys have been doing off season, uh, how that translates to improvement? Um, we've been more locked in, is what I'm going to say. Uh, we've been much more focused. It's, it's a huge difference you can see throughout, not only on the field but off the field. It's a huge difference in focus in, in taking things seriously. You know, really caring about what we're doing. Coach, you got a question for uh, Isaiah or Javon here? And I think the biggest thing for them is what do y'all feel like y'all bring now that you're in your sixth year, uh, fifth year, uh, that you bring that, that you can help this football team from a leadership standpoint? Um, experience. I know it sounds cliche, 
But uh, experience. Guys literally come to my house sometimes. We just sit down and talk about things. You know, I'm able to, to tell them my, my past journeys and, and what I would do in certain situations and give them advice uh, and help their mind, you know, in certain situations. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things. kind of goes un- unsaid, you know. And again, Javon? For me, it's, it's like I was taking a backseat role, looking at Gavin Landry, Kendrick Price, seeing how they were being like a leader. So from my standpoint, it's like I had to be step up being a leader, but more vocally as a leader. So that's my standpoint of being a better team. There you go. Gus, uh, anything for these gentlemen before we uh, send it back to you? Uh, just obviously, uh, I think kind of what you guys just touched on too, just the, the upcoming season and something. It's it's a theme, Jeff, that we've heard coach uh as well that this is a conference that is going to be competitive but everyone has the confidence that they can maybe make a little bit of a name or some noise this season i don't think that is any different with you guys huh no it's not i mean it but and it's different it's taken us a little bit longer than than some other schools that that, that have had success the last couple of years you know i talked about a lot of the new but the this team is going to be successful because of the guys that have been here the last four to five years that, that have had to go through that adversity that, that have stayed the course because there's a, a lot of other ones in their same situation that aren't with them. And, uh, and, and things happen for a reason. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to drive the success of this football team. And so what I'm, I'm most excited about probably, you know, everybody's excited their media day because, heck, you're about to start fall camp. But it's different. It's different this year. It's different for me. Um, you know, we, we know what we have to do. We know the position that we're in. Nobody has to tell us what we need to do and what we have to do. We know what we have to do. And, and so we, uh, we're ready to get to work. Well, again, appreciate uh, Coach Brad Laird joining us, as well as Javon Antonio, Isaiah Longina. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. You bet. Thank, Thank you all. Once again, uh, Northwestern State Demons uh, kick it off against Montana on the road September 3rd. Gus? We'll uh, send it back to you. We've got Lamar coming up a little bit after 2. Sounds good. We'll see you then at the top of the hour. Quick break. We come back. Where Sean Payton may go. I, I know. it's I, This is why we can't wait for training camp, right? But Max Kellerman did agree with me where I think the best fit for him to go. Mind you, all of these places um, have to do or, or have current head coaches. So, buddy, do you want to take our, our 45 break here and then come back? Too late. We will continue to talk. That sounds good to me. I, I can do that. So my wife always says I need to listen more, by the way. You know, it might be interesting. I may, I may ask her that tomorrow. The day of our, uh, of our tenure. I may ask her that. I may be like, so in 10 years of marriage, give me the top three things you think I have learned or still need to learn. And you know how that works. I mean, I, I've, I've not, reached anywhere near the level of learning <laughs> that a wife thinks we need to learn or is it constant yes i understand that but yeah i i, I would say that I, I might i may even call her tomorrow put her on the air but like for real i'll just be like okay she won't know obviously i just i i, I want real answers i i would bet I, I would bet my paycheck i'm telling you it's gonna be listen you need to listen more <laughs> or you don't listen to people you talk too much and then i always respond to that with you do know i talk for a living <laughs> that is a reason i was not blessed with it you saw me i mean you see me buddy i'm i'm five foot seven i was not blessed with height um i was well 
Yes, I was blessed with a tongue. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, so I want to touch on obviously what is a topic. It just it is, and it, it comes from the earlier in the week report that um, Sean Payton could come back next year. Anyway, I'll tell you what. CBS got a top five, and Max Kellerman commented on it. We'll do that when we get back. It's a sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, and Reserve. If you want your car truck to get the best treatment there is, there's only one place to go on the bayou, and that's Raceland Auto Center. Your vehicle is one of your most trusted and valued assets. When it starts to give you trouble, you want to take it to a place you can trust. At Raceland Auto Center, there are no appointments necessary, honest, reliable mechanics, and faster service. They'll also give you the small town prices that the dealerships can't. Raceland Auto Center, 3913 Highway 308, where repeat customers become family. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at Let'sRev.com. 
The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply.